Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 306, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. I'm excited to announce a new opportunity to access additional valuable content every single month. Yes, you heard that right. Back in 2022, I decided to drop two episodes per week, and this year, I'm taking it up another notch and offering access to subscriber-only episodes. This exciting package features ad-free listening, Q&A-based episodes that are built off of your questions, and 24 exclusive bonus episodes per year. All of this is available to you for only $4.99 a month. Now, Don't worry, I'm not putting up a paywall on my free two episodes per week that are currently going out. This is simply a value-packed additional offer for listeners interested in boosting their journey to growth and elevation through unlocking even more content each month. Your subscription directly supports the podcast and the content I create by making future shows possible. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe today. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Did you know that the average American adult spends $1,497 a month on non-essential items? That's a whopping $18,000 a year on things we don't really need. What if I told you that you could use that money to transform your life? Introducing the life-changing concept of practical materialism. And oh boy, did that sound like an ad. A strategic and purposeful way 
to use our resources to enhance our well-being, from boosting our health to improving our wealth and even gaining more free time. So how can we leverage and optimize each of the pillars of practical materialism to enhance our well-being? Number one, health. This is our top level system. This top level is about investing in things that contribute to our physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Our bodies are the vehicle that take us through the journey of life. If that vehicle continually has mechanical issues, exhaust leaks, check engine lights, low tire pressure, it severely hinders our ability to achieve great destinations, distances, and it prevents us from taking advantage of the other categories of practical materialism. A healthy body and mind is critical to all areas of our lives. Our health has cascading effects on every thought, feeling, and action we make. In other words, it's worth optimizing and investing in it. So, what are some examples of investing in our health? Well, I like to focus on three specific categories. Now, these categories can also be looked at as spaces, specifically where we spend the bulk of our time, where we sleep, where we work, and how we live. So let's dive deeper into each of those. Let's start with where we sleep, specifically creating a quality sleep environment. The average person spends about 26 years sleeping in their life. That equates to 9,490 days. That's one-third of our entire lives spent asleep in bed. Yet, according to a 2020 survey conducted by the National Sleep Foundation, Americans reported spending an average of $431 per year on sleep-related products and services. Compared to non-essential spending, that's only about 2.4%. Now, investing in our sleep doesn't always require a lot of money. We can invest in things like quality pillows and sheets, blackout curtains, white noise machines, and a quality mattress. These are things that help to promote restful and restorative sleep. Where we work, specifically investing in our workspace. Things like an ergonomic desk chair, a standing desk, calming scents like lavender, or decor to personalize our space and make it more comfortable, such as rugs or plants, or even photos of nature. How we live. Now, this covers three areas, specifically where we live, what we consume, and what we use for our physical health. Where we live can have a profound impact on our mental health. Now, to an extent, this is more predicated on the individual and what you believe to be a conducive environment for your mental health. To me, living outside the city and surrounded by nature is more beneficial to my mental health, clarity, and creativity. But that might look much different to you. Next, what we consume. 
things like a balanced diet, meaning incorporating more whole foods, fruits, vegetables, lean protein, and healthy fats into our diet. In a study conducted by Harvard School of Public Health, they found that the healthiest diets cost about $1.50 more per day than the least healthy diets. And the lead author of this report had a great observation. People often say that healthier foods are more expensive. And because of these costs, it strongly limits better diet habits. But prior to this report, the scientific evidence for this idea had not been systematically evaluated, nor had the actual difference in costs been characterized. Sure, healthier diets do cost more. However, the difference is much smaller than people think or say. Over the course of a year, $1.50 a day more for eating a healthy diet would increase food costs for one person by about $550 per year. Compared to non-essential spending, that's only 3%. And I can tell you, eating healthy is a lot cheaper than the amount of money the average American spends on medical bills related to poor food choices. Americans' poor diet drives $50 billion a year in health care costs. Lastly, what we use for our physical health. This means investing in things like the types of shoes we wear, equipment that increases mobility and strength, a gym membership, or exercising equipment for our home or apartment. When it comes to our health, we should prioritize it above all else. Many of us are guilty of mindlessly spending on non-essentials, yet when it comes to our health, many of us bitch and complain. Now, I understand we each have varying incomes and flexibility, but my point is that many of us have our priorities backwards, and there is no debate that our health should always come first, because without it, we don't get to truly enjoy those other things. Number two, wealth. Investing in our wealth means focusing on things that can help us achieve financial security, stability, and freedom. Now, these go beyond the normal wealth and financial advice we hear regurgitated time and time again. I'm talking about wealth creation systems. Now, there's a wide range of wealth creation systems we can leverage in our lives, from purchasing books on personal finance to investing in online courses that help us develop new skills. But I'm not talking about these. While they're certainly beneficial to our wealth and growth, these are the recommendations we hear all the time. All right. So if not these regurgitated recommendations, then what are we talking about? Well, many people fail to discuss money from a psychological perspective, and it's unfortunate because money is more than math. It's about psychology, and a book that captures this best is The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel, which I'll link in the show notes. Here's what I love about this book. It looks at the way money works in the real world. You know, 
the one we all live in, it highlights how financial decisions are rarely driven by the theories or economists and spreadsheets. Instead, a multitude of factors from personal history to pride and even envy shape our decision making. Now, aside from this book, since 2021, my wife and I have enjoyed an amazing podcast called I Will Teach You to Be Rich, which I'll link in the show notes. This podcast is hosted by Ramit Sethi, who studied psychology and technology at Stanford. And he takes an interesting approach with his podcast. He gives you access to couples sharing the most intimate aspects of their lives, real and raw stories about love and money from behind closed doors. Now, what I really love about Ramit is his beliefs about money. So much, in fact, I want to share them with you, as I think they'll bring immense value. Okay, what are his beliefs about money? Number one, buy all the lattes you want. A $5 coffee is not going to change your financial life. But learning how to automatically invest, how to select the right asset allocation, and how to negotiate a $15,000 raise will. We should stop asking ourselves the $3 questions and start asking ourselves the $30 questions. Number two, your rich life is yours. A rich life can be picking up your kids every day from school or buying a $1,000 cashmere sweater. It can be traveling for eight weeks per year. We get to decide. Number three, there is a limit to how much we can cut, but there's no limit to how much we can earn. Number four, spend extravagantly on the things we love as long as as we cut costs relentlessly on the things we don't. And number five, we're in control. This isn't a Disney movie, and nobody's coming to rescue us. Fortunately, we can take control of our finances and build our rich life. Here's one of my biggest takeaways from his content. Most of us live a smaller life than we have to which quite honestly is devastating. We've been raised in systems that have created damaging stories around money. But what if we were able to rewrite those stories? I'll give you the answer. We'd be able to live the life we always imagined. Now, Rami also has a remarkable book titled I Will Teach You to Be Rich, which I'll also link in the show notes. So, if you want to live that life that you're constantly daydreaming about or going to bed thinking about, start questioning your stories around money. Start defining new beliefs about money that align with your vision. Start creating money rules that allow you to achieve the life you've always imagined. <laughs> Number three, free time. Time is a limited and non-renewable resource that we all have in common. And research has shown that purchases that save us time make us the happiest. Now, why is that? Well, for a few different reasons. It provides us with a sense of control. 
when we purchase goods or services that save us time, we feel like we have more control over our lives, which means that we are able to use that extra time to pursue our goals, spend time with loved ones, or simply engage in activities that we enjoy. It also reduces stress because we're freeing up time that we would otherwise spend on tedious or unpleasant tasks. It enhances well-being because having more time to engage in activities that we enjoy leads to a greater sense of purpose and fulfillment. Lastly, it increases our productivity because we're able to focus on the tasks that are most important to us. Now, you've heard me mention before, time is our most valuable resource. No matter how much money we have, we can never buy more time. Well, we might not be able to buy more time, but we can buy back more time. No, this isn't the movie In Time starring Justin Timberlake where the ultra-wealthy could buy immortal youth. I'm talking about using our money to buy back time from activities we don't enjoy doing. So, you might be wondering, what are some examples of investing in our free time? This could mean signing up for a healthy meal delivery service. My wife and I do exactly this, which allows us to be thoughtful about portion control, ensures we don't waste food, which is a pet peeve of mine, by the way, and it saves us a lot of time between planning and shopping. Maybe it's hiring a cleaning service. Maybe it's hiring a virtual assistant for your business, allowing you to focus on more important tasks. The point is... Take a step back and analyze your current life. Where can you buy back more time? Where can you buy back time from activities you don't enjoy doing? Maybe you're not an expert in investing in, say, the stock market, but you can become an expert in self-investments. And if you do, you can start leading a happy, fulfilling, and transformative life. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into mastering self-investments. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.